Y'all were talking about the Cowboys before I came on. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm looking forward to watching Micah Parsons. Short of the touchdown as Micah Parsons made that play. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Parsons has it, and the ball's out. And boy, them Cowboys, I tell you, them Cowboys, they got back up again. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. Come Coming up, actor Blake Anderson, Bills wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, and now, it's Rich Eisen. What a show we've had for the first two hours. If you missed any of it, we have not only this show re-airing on this streaming service, Peacock, NBC Sports on Peacock channel, uh, you've got our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We greatly appreciate everybody who takes in this show uh, through that portal, uh, 325,000 subscribers and counting. We love it. Um, our podcast, wherever our podcast can be acquired through all different platforms. I saw our uh, our uh, 2021 numbers on uh, Spotify. We thank uh, all of those listeners that have sent our, our show through the roof on that platform. We greatly appreciate that. Um, and also, those of you who want to call into the show, we had a lot of fun chopping it up with our callers in the second hour of our show in particular, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll have a little bit of time here on this hour. Chris Brockman, where he is over there, Jay Felly, uh, a.k.a. Jay Felt, uh, <laughs> Jason Feller sitting in for Mike Del Tufo, who uh, we were wondering where he is. He was on the court with Brian Kelly last night because he cannot quit. Can't quit him. The head coach of Notre Dame football, now the head coach of uh, of LSU uh, football. There he is out there on a, on on the end. Looking that looks good. just like him. Um, he's got the same shorts and um, and 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 what appears to be um, a free gear look. He's got that. He's got that <laughs> lean and free look. gear look. You know what I mean? Mike Del Tufo doesn't have two outfits. That's what Derek Dickerson once said. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, the great Eric Dickerson. Right, I feel bad. Okay, very good. Uh, TJ Jefferson, good to see you over there, sir. Good to see you where hey, you Rich, are. Hey, Rich, I'd just like to quickly point out, 34 years ago tomorrow, um, there's a big anniversary, you might not know, mm-hmm. Mr. Randy Watson, as you can tell by my show, uh-huh. uh, he and the Sexual Chocolate Band performed at the Miss Black Awareness Pageant and uh, tore the house down. Oh, I did. December I the no 4th, idea. 1987, so the anniversary's coming up. Oh, wow. I just okay. that. Very good. Point that uh, out. I did not know that's a nice t-shirt that you're wearing. They play right so fine. Don't you agree? I, of course, I agree, <laughs> and I understand you're 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 giving me a line. Yeah. You know, okay, very good. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders of the Buffalo Bills is going to be calling into this show. He's in a new spot. Everywhere he's gone has been nothing but success. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emmanuel Sanders for the Buffalo Bills going to wrap up a Week 13 that kicked off last night. Uh, and the Saints are 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 in desperate need of help at quarterback. Man, Taysom Hill. Multiple interceptions in the fourth quarter last night, and you could see his his hand was getting um, taped up. He's got the same malady that Russell Wilson suffered, and it looks like he's now going to be out with surgery facing uh, him, and the Saints' situation at quarterback is dire. They're 5-7, and seven, and they've lost every game since the, uh, the, the day that they won on Halloween when Jameis Winston got knocked out for the season and Trevor Simeon won that game against the Bucks. They haven't lost uh, they haven't won a game since. But that's only a half game out of the 7 seed right now. They're still in this mix with 5 games to go. What will they do at quarterback? Part of the conversation. Uh but uh, let's have uh, let's have a little bit of fun in a uh, a celebrity chat right now. Christopher is our next guest on the phone line. Yes sir. 
Joining me here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is a man who's got new episodes of The Freak Brothers airing on Sundays only on Tubi, a uh, highly acclaimed adult animated comedy adventure series. And he's also currently in production for season two of the hit show on Hulu called Woke, Blake Anderson, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Blake? I'm doing well. What's up, dude? Um, I am just hanging out, hanging out, just feeling good. I went to the University of Michigan, so them beating up Ohio State over the weekend, I'm still buzzing. You know, yeah, I'm still... I saw that. A lot of people, a lot of people, are really emotional and happy and, yeah. and sad. My gosh, what a what a game! Well, I'm on the uh, I'm on the uh, the happy and emotional, not the sad part of it. You know. Okay, good. So that's what I'm. Good. At. I was rooting for you. You know what? I'm I'm happy for you too, uh, Blake, because I know you're a diehard Warriors fan. And it looks yeah. like the, the Warriors days of yore, which isn't too far ago, but it looks like you're back. Looks like the Warriors yeah, are dude. back. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I mean, I feel like us Warrior fans, we, we were watching this team, you know, in the last two seasons, at, although the record was, uh, you know, kind of looked like they weren't the squad that they are today. We, we saw it coming. They, they, they just had a chance to really throw a lot of their players into, like, in-game situations and they just developed their players so quickly and now look at us we're we're just a super deep squad i'm loving it yeah i know and uh, uh again I, as i mentioned i went to the university of michigan jordan Poole is uh is a michigan wolverine and he has been phenomenal so far yeah, this year it's like in the last two seasons he's just found so much confidence it's like yeah. he swears he's uh the splash triplet and i'll <laughs> take it now, i know that well because the the brother is coming back too so clay is right around the corner i imagine Poole will return to the bench um, uh, and and will be one of those six-men dynamos because Clay's coming back. Steph looks like he's 23, not 33. And Draymond yeah. is the Hall of Fame uh, uh, you know, distributor and doing all the glue work. It's amazing. Absolutely. It's amazing yeah, not what's to mention, Not to mention Wiggins comes out of nowhere and is just like a beast every other game. So it's just like, I don't know, everything's clicking. I hope they can just you know ride this this energy the whole season because right now they are the team to beat Wiseman is coming back too I mean this is uh it's all coming up Warriors right now and I'm you know I'm wondering what, what so when you grew up in Northern California what was that was that the the run uh TMC version of was that the with the Hardaway and Chris Mullen uh yeah, Warriors know, that you were I, and Mitch Richmond Warriors when you I were growing up I was on the tail end of that. I was kind of ushered in during like the Spreewell years, and then that mm -hmm. kind of turned into like the Weber years. That's right. And then after that, it it got kind of dark and not very good. That's but, right. Uh, I was a big Latrell Spreewell fan. Like Spree for three, that was that was my guy. He's still up there in my my Warriors Hall of Fame for sure. Spree for three. So you know, I did my uh, local market television work in Redding, California, Blake. Way oh, yeah. Way up of uh, way up I five. So uh, yes. you're from Concord, right? Is that your original hometown in California? That is correct. Okay, so I grew up there for 18 years. So why not a Kings fan? Why why, why didn't you go there? Hey, I've got love for the Kings, man. I was there for that run. I I still am a you know they got the worst end of all the referees being cheaters that they should have beat Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> like that team right. was a championship team. That's robbery. So were you one of those folks with a cowbell behind the the bench banging it, uh, making Phil Jackson all angry? Was that you, Blake? Were you one of those folks? 
I wish. I, I, I'll say that was like maybe I was related to one of those people. I hope that was one of my crazy uncles. <laughs> maybe it could be that. Blake Anderson here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, the Freak Brothers on Sundays only on Tubi. What, walk me through this because you're in it and you're also an executive producer of it. What, what, what's going on with this one? That people are talking yeah, about. Yeah, so like, um, the Freak Brothers, the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, is actually like a super legendary, like underground comic from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like I don't know if it, they're, they're, they have a huge fan base from back in the day, and and like the comic is just hilarious. There's tons of them. They they hold up. They're super funny, and it's kind of like one of those things that, especially in today's day and age, where everything is getting remade and all that. When I was reading these comics, it was like. How is this not a cartoon? It's just such a wealth of like comedy and ideas in the books. Mm-hmm. So when I when I heard that there was an opportunity to to actually attach myself to the cartoon, I I just absolutely jumped at the chance. I mean, it's 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 everything you'd want. It's just the the best form of stoner comedy. It's like up there with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> well, and that's it, it, I, maybe that's the allure of Woody Harrelson jumping on board too, huh? Uh, onto this That's show. exactly it, because actually, well, Adam Devine, like my best buddy who mm-hmm. I did Workaholics with, and yes. he's also a producer on on Freak Brothers, he actually does a show, uh, The Righteous Gemstones, with John Goodman, who does the voice of Fat Freddy on Freak Brothers. And he was kind of like, you know, reading the comics. Adam was reading the comics on set, just, you know, catching up on the material just because we were – producing it and john goodman actually saw that and he's like whoa like where the heck did you find freak brothers and adam's like oh well we're producing it we're gonna make a cartoon he's like you gotta you gotta include me i was a huge fan when i was young and i want to i want to be a part of it and and then that just kind of snowballed into the incredible cast we got it's just like mind-blowing tiffany haddish pete davidson um andrea savage who i love she is hilarious and and you and adam devine just to name a few uh, on this show yeah yeah all you know hollywood is murmuring they they're saying it's a stronger cast than avengers you know i believe it I hollywood believe it. is murmuring is another one of my favorite tv shows it's a it's a great show man yeah i like that undercover for sure the freak the freak brothers only sundays only on on tubi uh i want to we play celebrity true or false with some of our celebrity guests blake you qualify on that front for sure on this show uh where we go through your history and whether what's online about you is true or false would you mind playing that with me right now let's do it let's i'm do it. not afraid hit it, maybe hit i it. am a little afraid but okay I here we go we'll do it but the, either way just jump into the abyss here's uh here, we even have some production value for you go for it hit it please celebrity true or false you can't handle the truth all right, there you go. That's a, that's it for the production volume. Uh, first yeah, I'm one, impressed. first one up for you. True or false, Blake Anderson? Your first TV gig was doing backyard wrestling on public access in your hometown of Concord, California, as a character known as Rockabilly Rex. True or false? Absolutely, one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. I was recognized at my movie theater job tearing tickets, so it, that makes it a success to me. Huh. So, what movies were you tearing tickets for back in the day? Uh, well, I worked at a local theater, Brendan Theaters, and uh, probably the, the the coolest movie that was in the theater at the time was Kings of Comedy with uh, Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey okay. and D.L. Hughley and Cedric the Entertainer. And we're, that's why we're trying to we're trying to peg exactly when this was when you were Rockabilly Rex, and I guess that leads into our next one: True or false that you had back surgery after fracturing your spine during a house party when you jumped from your roof onto a beer pong table? Is that true or false, Blake Anderson? 
That is also, unfortunately, very true. Wow. Yeah, I thought I would uh, kind of NBA jam, slam dunk a, a, a final beer pong ball into the cup. I jumped off the roof, tried to make it look cool, ended up looking pretty stupid. But <laughs> we're up and we're walking today, so Thank God. hey, how much, learn. How, far, how, how, how much of a drop off the roof was it, Blake? Um, I don't know. It, I, it was just like off of, I, did, I would say 13 feet, but let's say it was 30 just to make it cooler. That does make it sound a little bit more frightening. Okay, so you're yeah. ro- basically, are, are those two things con- connected? Your backyard wrestling and your, your beer pong table roof jumping? Those are connected, I, I imagine. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's a reason that before you watch pro wrestling shows, now they're like, don't try this at home. I'm the, I'm the reason. Uh, next one, uh, true or false, you're a pizza delivery man in college and occasionally would heist a pepperoni or two off the delivery pizza without anybody knowing. True or false? Absolutely. Westwood, California, I served up uh, plenty of UCLA Bruins, and the rumors are true. They don't tip that well. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Who, did you, who did you deliver to? Who, which Bruins did you deliver to? Football, basketball, which ones? Which uh, ones? But by the looks of it, it was probably like a wrestling team. I don't know. Uh, I, I would I would hope that the the basketball players would be balling more, but uh, I was usually asked to be paid in bong grips, and you know <laughs> I have to pay the rent, but I I did accept sometimes. I you know <laughs> that leads us to Freak Brothers, right? It's all connected. It's like a tapestry you're weaving together, Blake. Uh, no question about that. Uh, last one for you, true or false, for the entire first season of war- of Workaholics, you and Adam Devine actually lived in the house where your characters live in the show. You were convinced the show was going to get canceled, so you did it to save money. Is that true or false for Workaholics? It's absolutely true. Not only to save money, but to literally have uh, Comedy Central pay our rent while, I, while we lived there. They were paying for us to live there because that was the set of the show. It was pretty ingenious, and it just so happened that it worked out that we got more seasons. So living rent-free. So you basically said, did did Comedy Central know that you were tenants as well as uh, employees, contracted employees? Did they yeah, know? Yeah, it was kind of like a two-for-one where we were also like set security, so nothing would get <laughs> stolen. It was like 24-hour surveillance. Perfect. So when we're watching Workaholics and the place had that lived-in look, it's because it literally was being lived in by you and Adam Devine. That's exactly what Oh, it yeah, it was like a running joke. Anytime there would be dirty dishes in the sink, we'd be like, definitely don't do the dishes because it's continuity. You have to keep them dirty. <laughs> yeah, continuity issues. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Blake Anderson, thank you for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Um, the uh, the new season of uh, Woke on Hulu is currently in production. And the Freak Brothers, congratulations on that. Uh, there's a reason why everybody's talking about it. Thanks for the call. Yep. Thank you so much. You got it. At Uncle Blazer on Twitter. And again, that is not, I don't think, the Portland Trailblazer uh, reference. And at Blake Anderson on Instagram. Blake Anderson here on The Rich Eisen Show. Fun chat right there. Let's uh, take a break. So uh, it appears just right now is when Emmanuel Sanders is walking off the practice field in right. Western New York. So when we come back, maybe he'll be ready. And if not, we'll just uh, shoot it until he is. So that's the way we're rolling here on this Friday, <laughs> going into the first football weekend in December 2021, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on uh, on the Rich Eisen Show on radio, I think I have uh, uh, turned m- many people off by saying, uh, calling Dr. Pepper trash. Wow. <laughs> what do you like about Dr. Pepper? I mean, I, I don't Is that drink, your pick, Chris? I don't drink soda. It, or 7-Up. That would have okay. been my pick back in the 80s. Okay. 7-Up. 7-Up. In terms of your favorite, your favorite soda. 7-Up was good. My kids do dig 7-Up. Yeah. Seven or Sprite. 7-Up was good. You know, Seven Up, that was good stuff. But Sunkist, oh my God, yeah, do they still yeah, make yeah. Sunkist, or they do? Do they not? I, I believe they do. Oh my God, Sunkist reminds me of like a Saturday oh. growing up in Altoona, going to the Station Mall, the arcade, playing video exactly. games all That's afternoon, what I'm saying. drinking some stuff, right, right. having drinking a some slice of Brothers Pizza, right? Like and oh. then the Sunkist, ver- the 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 candy version of Sunkist is those those orange drops, you know. They look like little orange wedges with the with the sugar oh, yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I just saw those. I just saw those at uh, Rite Aid. The oh other day. my god! They were right next to those circus peanuts that we hate. So the much. circus peanuts. Yeah, gross. You said Seven Up's your favorite. Seven Up's pretty good. See, I associate that with stomach aches. Because if my stomach hurts, I get a Seven Up or a Sprite. Oh, is that right? But the rest of the time, it just makes me. That's See, your yeah. that's your home that's your home medicine. See, ours uh, used to be ginger ale. If you had yeah, it. my yeah, dad, ginger ale. that's an old school thing. My dad, I do ginger remember ale. whenever I had an upset stomach. He would give me soda and pretzels. Or some and I'm salt. Like, Why? Yeah. Some saltine crackers. It, it works. Fact. Saltine crackers. Yeah. It works. Salt. Is that what ginger it is? Saltine and ginger, ginger ale. ale. Yeah. Yeah, ginger ale. There's yeah. no ginger ale choice on that. No. On that. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jeff in Los Angeles. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Rich? How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. 
you know, second time in a week. I think this is a, this is a pleasure. I mean, Jeff, it's good to have you great. back. What's on your mind, man? So, okay. So I know we're coming from a little, I'm coming from a little bias of a perspective as an SC guy. You might be coming as a little bias as a Michigan guy. But I, I'm just shocked at Notre Dame hiring Marcus Freeman. And nothing against the guy. I mean, I understand it. But they need to look at, A, USC with Clay Helton. How did that turn out? And, B, Larry Coker with Miami. How did that turn out? So Yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, man. I mean, I think you're, you're, you know, Marcus Freeman, I think, brings different personality to the table than than Clay Helton and and Larry Coker, you know. Oh, I, big time. I mean, you know, I mean, first of all, Marcus Freeman, he's thirty five. He looks much more dynamic than Clay Helton or Larry Coker ever thought they could be. He's a person of color. He must relate in so many different ways to players than 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 Larry Coker or Clay Helton ever could. But I, I, I you can compare the three in the fact that they've never, you know done it before at the HC level at a, at a at a school that is considered blue blood as Miami used to be and I don't do that right. in, and I don't say that in any trolling manner or me being chesty about that but that's a fact right. and 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 the only thing that I'm I'm concerned is in in both those situations right it was the players that wanted these coaches right the players went to the administration the players went and listen Notre Dame, fine. By all means, in my opinion, I, I, I love it because, like, I mean, I would ideally like Brian Kelly there because I don't think he's that good of a coach. Um, but, uh, you know, the players went and they wanted these coaches to be promoted, you know, from internally. So I, I it just I, – I see the writing on the wall, um, and I just – I don't know – I'm, I feel bad for Notre Dame. I'm not going to lie. I don't and know. It, it, I, look, I, 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 the only thing I feel bad for Notre Dame about, and and I'm being serious, when because as you know, I'm, I've, I've come on here before and talked about my dislike of that uh, program and everything about it, uh, is that, again, that they have their longtime, all-time leading head coach leave for another job at another school at the same level. And that, that leaves them feeling or having the the uh, brand of not being considered the best possible spot, a destination spot. And I was having my fun this week and calling it a stepping stone job. But that is a, that is essentially the way that Brian Kelly has been branding it. And, and, you know, part of the reason why I think he's been branding it that way is he doesn't want people to say that he did this for the money. So he has to talk about other stuff other than money as to why he went from one spot like Notre Dame to another spot like LSU. So right. that's the way he's got to talk about it. But other than that, I mean, and, and, and I, I appreciate your phone call and let's do this more than, let's do this twice a week thing a little, a little bit more. I guess it's like a, instead of two a day, it's two a week um, <laughs> from, from Jeff in LA. Um, so I, 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 I don't sit here and, and think that Notre Dame's in trouble, right? I mean, how many times do you say this guy doesn't have it or this guy doesn't have experience and then he turns out to be remarkable in the job? Happens all the time. So they say that they're the kids do love them. They say that they've got the best possible setup. Well, we'll see it. And the most amazing thing about it is that when was the last time a guy gets his first head coaching 
spot at a school like Notre Dame. Okay. But his first game in that spot is a national championship semifinal game. That could totally happen. Your first game as head coach. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. You are two wins away from winning it all. <laughs> I'll take it. The only thing that it could come close to, the only thing that comes close to this, is when Steve Fisher took over yeah. the University of yeah. Michigan in 1989, and his it. first game was an NCAA tournament game. And then five games later, he's now the head coach of University of Michigan hanging a banner. And there was no way that that job was being taken from him. But he was an interim coach. This guy's been given, it's your job. We we got it. We're not going on any search. We're not doing anything. We found it. We found it in the locker room. It's it's you. We we see what you you do with these kids. We see how the kids feel about you. We know what you've done as a recruiter on the road. We know how you've represented our school. We are thrilled that you do represent us. But at the football, how many times have we seen that? I, I can't. There's no comparison. Of course, Notre Dame, his first game might be next September. If things don't break that way. And I'll tell you what. Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been writing a ton of checks. <laughs> I've been writing a ton of checks the last few I days. I think Notre Dame might get in. And I, I, you asked me what's more likely. I, I'm thinking, you know, Notre Dame is going to get in that there is some reason in my mind that this is all set up. The football gods, the college football gods are, are kind of like, how wild would it be? And then if Notre Dame gets in, you've got to look out because you want to talk about house money. Right. You want to talk about kids having an opportunity to wipe something off that just affected them in a way that they thought they were down and out, but now they're back, and now the guy who's going to do it is their new head coach. And could you imagine his first two? His first two coaching gigs are the national championship semifinal and the final, and then he could potentially do what Brian Kelly did not do? In two games? In two games? <laughs> as we're sitting here, this is not... As we're sitting here, this is not anywhere out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. And even if Notre Dame gets in, you can't sit here and go, they have no shot against, say, my alma mater. And you can't sit here and say that they wouldn't have a shot against Georgia either. Yeah, you're in. Because they're like playing for the coach and playing for the school and playing for themselves and showing Brian Kelly within two games. You lose. Good day, sir. Yeah, That is a significant significant emotional piece of capital here, man. Michael Smith would like, look like a genius. Yeah, he said that Notre Dame would win one with, with Marcus yeah. Freeman before <laughs> Brian Kelly wins one yeah. at LSU. Dude, that's entirely possible. As we're sitting here right now, getting ready for tomorrow. Just to review one more time, if you don't mind, Mike Hoskins, putting up tomorrow's schedule. It all starts with the Big 12 championship game. It all starts with Baylor and Oklahoma State and the Jones Mahal. Again, the mm-hmm. Cowboys are off. And part of the reason why they're not playing at home this week is the schedule is new. They had, to, they had to have this first Saturday and this first weekend in December free because there was going to be a Big 12 championship game, and it's Baylor against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has beaten Baylor already this year. If Baylor reverses the fortune, that leaves a spot open 
that won't belong to Oklahoma State should a spot be open, right? And then the way that a spot gets open is if Georgia beats Alabama. And a way a spot gets open is if Houston beats Cincinnati, although that AAC championship game that kicks off at 4 Eastern time on ABC just as this CBS, America's Most Watched Network, folks, put you uh, in front of the television set for Georgia and Alabama, that's a home game for Cincinnati, the AAC championship. Let's say Houston wins that one. That's a spot that could belong to Notre Dame. And then the uh, the check riding that I've been doing all week gets returned to sender in Ann Arbor, heaven forbid. Iowa beats Michigan. That might mean Notre Dame gets in. Those are three ways that Notre Dame gets in. That's three ways. And you could even make the case that Oklahoma State, I guess, I think if they win and there's a spot open, they're going to get it because I think the college football committee wants to give you a Big 12 team. That's why they have Oklahoma State ranked fifth right now, that they're their first spot. First spot open, they get it if they win. Let's say they lose. First spot open gets, gets to get it. It's Notre Dame. It's entirely possible what we're talking about right here. What if there's, let's just throw this out there. What if Iowa upsets, Baylor upsets, and Houston all wins? What if those three teams all win? Does Alabama get the four spot ahead of Ohio State? If if Georgia beats them? Yeah. If they're a two-loss a two loss Alabama over a two-loss Ohio State? Yeah. Who's how does the, how does Ohio State get it over a two loss Michigan? Okay, there you go. Michigan still is still in. Yeah, then? at that point you'd have to start talking about Michigan State, and I don't know how you make that. I don't know how you okay. put a Big Ten team in because Michigan State, as you know, came back to beat Michigan, right? Which beat Ohio State, which spanked Michigan State, fifty six to seven, right? So how do you how do you even go there? I don't know. I'm just looking at oh, like I know, I know, absolute worst-case chaos scenario. Michigan makes the Big Ten championship game, loses. They've got two losses, one to Michigan State and one to Iowa. Right. Ohio State's got two losses, one to Michigan, one to Oregon. And Michigan State's got two losses, one to Purdue and one to Ohio State. Do you like, still put a Big Ten like team if, in? Well, if Oregon wins the Pac-12 championship, are they suddenly That's a Friday player? night. That's Friday night. Okay. That's tonight. That's tonight against Utah. Yeah. So they win tonight. Oregon just kind of waits and then hopes for chaos, and uh, maybe they get in? I, I think that's a chaos that will be an understatement. But the ultimate scenario that we're painting right here for Notre Dame is entirely possible. Notre Dame gets in, right? Didn't ESPN say earlier this week there's yeah, a 58% chance? It's better than a coin flip that they're going to get one of those four spots. And if they do, Marcus Freeman's first game as head coach of Notre Dame is to coach in a national championship semifinal on New Year's Eve. And if they win that one, his second game will be a national championship final. Quite a run that would be. Oh, and if he wins it all, welcome to being an H.C., in college football, Marcus Freeman. It'd be amazing. That's entirely possible, guys. Entirely possible. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I believe Mr. Sanders has just uh, gotten off the practice field. Is that correct? Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is one of our favorites, uh, fresh off of the practice field for the Buffalo Bills, getting set for a Monday night football contest that I will be doing the pregame and halftime show of on Westwood One Sports. Emmanuel Sanders, how are you, Emmanuel? I'm good, Rich. How you doing, man? Are you aware that I've been sitting here tap dancing on the air <laughs> while you're doing extra passes and extra catching <laughs> on the practice field? What's going on, Emmanuel? <laughs> hey, 
Hey, man, trying to get better. You know, we got a big game coming up. Well, your professionalism is getting in the way of my show, Emmanuel. What's going on? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Hey, man, I got, a, hey, I got two kids to feed. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three. Well, at any rate, I'm thrilled that I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here. Uh, what, what is your sense uh, of things entering December in Buffalo for this oh, team? I mean, you've been man, on championship I mean, teams. You know what they look like. You know what they feel and like. You, you know what we got to do right now in the AFC. Nobody's taking over, and, and the playoff picture is looking like you know, who knows who can get in. And so, I mean, we understand the sense of urgency around here that you know we got we got we got to win some games and. It starts on Monday night, you know, in terms of if we want to win the AFC East, it, it goes through, you know, New England. Right now they're the top seed of the AFC East. So, uh, you know, we, we know we got to handle business and, and we're up for the challenge. And you also know what it's like to take on a Belichick defense, obviously from your first few years in the league significantly in all those games where the AFC uh, writ large, the, the conference came down to a lot of those New England-Pittsburgh games that you were in. What do you think is coming your way on Monday night? Oh, I, I mean, I mean – uh, it's crazy. You look at the Patriots, you know, last year after Tom left, you you're like, okay, all right, they got, they're got they in a rebuilding year. And then you see Belichick make all these moves in the offseason. He's like, oh, okay, can he, can he really put it together? And then they draft, uh, you know, Mac Jones, and now all of a sudden it's, it seems like, you know, the Patriots are back, you know. And uh, when, I, when I mean back, it seems like championship caliber type type team. And, you know, they're, they're, they're on a win streak right now. They're hot. They're coming in. And, uh, they're believing they can win, and so you know, obviously, uh, we know we know exactly what the Patriots' way is. We know that you know they have a winning culture over there, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's it, it's a fight for the AFC East. Um, you know, and so, well, like I said, we're up for the challenge. What's your favorite Josh Allen story? What do you have for me on that uh, front, Josh? Oh man, I got way too many stories. This guy, every day I come into work, he's always like messing with me. And he's, like today, like hey, what's up, Grandpa? How you doing, Grandpa? Grandpa, uh, Grandpa. Yeah, you know. Oh well, I found out I was the oldest receiver in the NFL, and you know, a lot of people look at it like uh, it's a bad thing. I look at it like it's a good thing. Hey, man, I hey, I survived everybody. You know, like I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm the, I'm the OG of the league in terms of receivers right now, and it feels good uh, because you know, uh, yesterday, um, you know, at practice, I clocked twenty twenty miles an hour. I was the third fastest on that day. And, uh, you know, to be the oldest receiver in the league still doing that, man, it felt good, you know. And so uh, what's really going to feel good is go out and make some plays and really get a win on Monday and, um, you know, be able to, you know, keep rolling and keep winning and hopefully, you know, win it all at some point. So you said Grandpa got ticketed for speeding? Is that what you're telling me, that story, Emmanuel? Is that what you tell me? In the 15-mile-an-hour zone? So what happened? Uh, so you know, you know, on that on the field, there is no speed limit on on, on the football field. You know what I mean? They encourage, they encourage Grandpa to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So Josh Allen's having fun like that, um, but it does appear that you do have a connection with him right now. Uh, um, oh, yeah. How does that develop? How did you develop that with with him? Obviously, over the last uh, three I, months. I, here? I think it's just I think it's just two competitors, but at the same time, like. Uh, we kind of get each other too. Uh, Josh is one of those guys, man. Like he understands that football is a game, and he, and he plays the, the game of football not only from you know a mental standpoint of from a professionalism standpoint. He has all that, but also just from a kid standpoint of how he plays the game and having fun because it is a game that we play. And he and he reminds me that every day because sometimes you know, and you know, my twelve year career, like I get so caught up in just the. Pro- the, the the job part of it, I forget that 
you know, it's it's a blessing to play a game. Uh, you know, football is a game, but they pay us a lot of money to do it. So sometimes you get lost in it. And, you know, coming into work and seeing this dude every day, like, I mean, the, his wittiness, and the way that he wants to joke around, but also be serious at the same time. It just makes it just makes work so much fun, and you know I'm I'm having the time of my life. How good is Diggs, Emmanuel? How good how good is Diggs? With, the, how good, how good is with Diggs? the exception of with yeah. the exception of the weather right now today, it was cold outside. It was cold today. Well, I, Emmanuel, I hate to tell you, you live in Western New York, man. I mean, this just yeah, I in. Know, right? This just in. It's going to get colder. It's going to get yeah, colder. Exactly. That's what that's what that's what everyone's telling me. Yeah, I know. So, how good has Diggs been? You got a front row seat now, seeing him up close and personal. Oh man, man, he, he's good. Uh, man, today at practice, I was just watching. Like I said, it was cold outside, and, and this guy's come bursting off the ball. He's, he's running into the huddle. He's dancing. He's having fun. And, uh, and one of the hardest working guys I've been around. It's the reason why he's had so, so much success. And, uh, just from a competitive standpoint, being on the sideline on, on on game day with this guy, like I tell him, like Diggs is he's already you know he's already you know Diggs in terms of that practice, but. On the game, on game day, he turns into like a whole nother like monster. He's just so competitive and so like locked in and just so just screaming. I, I, I tell people all the time, like every game, Diggs is gonna lose his voice because he's screaming, he's hollering, he's getting the guys going, he's bringing so much energy to the game. Um, you know, out of everybody I've played with, like he's the most energetic player I think I've I've ever played with, and passionate player that I've ever played with in wow. terms of showing it and in his emotions and the way that he go about his business. Yeah, that that I, I don't even can call it a route that he ran on Thanksgiving night. Um, what was that like in the film session, looking at that one again on the goal line that he oh, scored yeah. the touchdown on? What, uh, it, was, it, what was that it was like? beautiful. And, and it, it's crazy because, you know, when I was watching film, he had ran uh, a similar, uh, like a slant route um, on Marshawn probably like 15 plays prior to that. But he he won on the slant, and so in the release that he took, he took this exact same release on that return route. But except instead of slanting in, he slanted him and then broke him back out. That just goes to show what type of route running uh, capabilities you have in terms of how he's setting up guys in the game, knowing that at some point it's going to be you know another move off that same route, off that same release. So uh, he's one of the best in the game. Like I say, he was all pro last year. Um, you know, uh, one of the best in the game. You know, I've been fortunate enough to play with a lot of good receivers, Antonio Brown, Demarius Thomas, Michael Thomas, now him. And just seeing how these guys go about their business, the reason why they have so much success. Well, you've been in that for now. Your 12th season here, Super Bowl 50 champion, Emmanuel Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple minutes left with the Buffalo Bill. And so you know, you know, again, speaking of Bill, that's Belichick on the other sideline, and that defense is coming, and they've been balling out, and so much conversation that it feels like 2001 for them all over again. You know what I'm referring to. Uh, or the fact is, again, that they've got their championship feeling back, and again, you were part of those Steelers teams when you first started playing to see all of that. You know, you got to hold turf, right? You got to hold your turf on this 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 Monday nighter. It's that crucial because otherwise, you got to go there next time, and you can still win there, obviously. But that that the assignments get tougher. Do, do you have a sense that this is all of that on yeah, Monday night? It's like that, it's like it's like that one uh, thing that's going viral in terms of TikTok when they say, "I understood the the assignment." <laughs> you know, we we definitely understand the assignment, and they understand the assignment, and 
It's a five-star matchup. Uh, it's the reason why it's on primetime football, Monday Night Football. The whole world is going to be watching. And what a, what a beautiful thing for the NFL. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen versus uh, the New England Patriots, a hot team who nobody really um, you know, thought you know would be as hot as they were, especially with a rookie quarterback, at least from my perspective. And they got a defense that's 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 lights out. They got a young quarter, young hot rookie quarterback, and they got Bill Belichick, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, you know, NFL coaches of all time. So, uh, what a beautiful night in Buffalo, and what a what a big opportunity for us, you know, to capitalize on the moment. And I hope we do. And how about you too? You know what I mean? Like as you mentioned, uh, Grandpa is how you're being referred to. Year twelve for you. You've come back from injuries multiple times. I mean, this is it. You're in a game as significant as any other in the NFL in this 2021 season. It's just got to feel great for you. I feel great for you. Oh, oh, oh it feels amazing. Uh, and, and, you know, my son, uh, you know, I tell him all the time, I say it's crazy to be on, on a championship caliber team, you know, and at, at year 12, you know, and, and start, you know. Uh, that's the best part about it, right? It's not – like I'm on some, you know, on six team, just trying to maintain in the league. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still producing and still relevant, and it feels good. Like you know, these are the things that you know most people wouldn't say, but it, it does feel good, and and that's the truth. Like it feels good to be in the league in year twelve, still competing for for championships, and so. Uh, it's definitely a blessing, and, and, and you know uh, I'm trying to take full advantage of it. Yeah, and uh, the guy you won Super Bowl 50 with is going to be talking about you on that Manning cast too. He'll be out there. He's part of the paparazzi now, Emmanuel. Yeah, that's my guy. You know, <laughs> so that'll be part of it. Hey, have a great have a great game. Thanks for hopping off of the practice field and hopping on here. I, I greatly appreciate it. Always enjoy our All chats, right. and and um, you know I think the world. So thanks again. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, Rich. Right Thank back at you. Right back at you. It's Emmanuel Sanders. Father, grandfather, <laughs> right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I had no idea about the oldest wide receiver. Well, you looked he, it up. Yeah. You said Deshaun Jackson's He's got him not, in a couple yeah. days. Deshaun oh. Jackson has him by a few months. But, but okay. a couple of weeks ago, Deshaun wasn't even in the league. So. True. But they're the same age technically, though, right? Deshaun's 35, Emmanuel's still 34. Okay, Deshaun gotcha. Jackson's 35. Bro. 35 a couple of days ago. Wow. All right, we'll take a break. Um, Somebody else deserves to be uh, leading with his chest. Mr. Sneaky Good Games over there. You have an opportunity to get back to 500 this week? Ish? Mm, Clay ish. Ish. In the neighborhood, the general realm of. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, this is a show that I am absolutely going to watch with my kids. My kids are going to lose this. The Haywood Jablomi show? No, No. stop it. My kids are going to absolutely lose it when I tell them that we're going to watch Baking It on Peacock. Oh, Oh. nice. Okay, watch talented home bakers compete on Baking It. It's a holiday bake-off season, a series, pardon me, hosted by Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg with a panel of opinionated grandmothers as judges. You could stream Bacon It only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Because my kids uh, love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. My, Xander loves Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know what Xander's been watching a lot of is SNL. Oh. Sometimes the uh, the Sweet. material is a little bit too uh, old for them. What but they love you? it. Now. They're watching now. Oh, now. Okay. They're watching now. Like, they love the uh, Judge Janine and the Dion Warwick. And we have to explain to them who they are. You know, mm-hmm. so, but so they know exactly who Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg is in my household. And they, we love cooking shows. And this is going to be. Yeah, I thought about Dynamite. you yesterday. We're on, it. We're on it, Peacock. We're going on it. through Netflix. And I saw the great what, British. Great British. Oh, and I was like, why a, do I know this show? Because I talk about yeah, it. That is a, the great oh, yeah. British baking show is a beautiful program. It is one of the best produced programs. And Susie and I watch it with the kids every single week when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and we cheer over the credits and cry sometimes. It is a beautiful show. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. And the guy, Paul Hollywood, who's one of the judges, is one of the best at that in any show anywhere on the planet. But I'm going to watch Bacon It, that's for sure. Chris Brockman, you ready? Speaking of uh, children's programming, we'll go the exact opposite. Here's some gambling advice from Chris Brockman. (laughs) Let's hit it, Tom Brokaw. Hit it. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive value. Go okay. for it, Chris Brockman. So in week 11, I went 3-0, and and I was like, uh, you were oh, there. Baby, we're you were under 500. What did you then, do? What happened last week? Well, last week, I tweeted some out I mean, right before the weekend. Right, 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 right. And I went 0-3. Oh, so like now we're back <laughs> to on, man. 16-20 and 20 on the year. Here but, we go. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So we talked about uh, Chargers-Bengals earlier today. I'm going to go the over in this game. I think it's going to be super high scoring, and I really think the Chargers keep it close. Okay. Um, No Daniel Jones. This total is rising, so if you can grab a number now, grab it before the weekend. I like Miami over the Giants. Okay. And I think it's a get-right game for the Rams. This should not be close at at so far this weekend. Wow. Give me the Rams big over Jacksonville. Okay. So you're taking the Rams, and you're giving two touches. Yeah, Two should, touches should not be close. Boy, the right Rams game. should the Rams just need the get right game in the it. worst week. Okay, they need it. Now we had a caller earlier give you the 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 two cents of yes. take the under yeah. in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, hold on, let me find that. What number is that number? Let me find that number. Really what is that quickly. number for the Big Ten championship uh, Big game? Big Ten championship game forty three and a half. He likes under. I'll Thanks. tell you what, if that game's under, go for it. If that game's under, I'm gonna have a very Nervous Saturday night. I mean, but Rich, it could be 
37 to 3, and that's still under. Okay, I, I, I guess so. I mean? uh, but but the under to me sounds more like 21-17, and it's nah. tight, and it's tight, and all that stuff. 28-10 is still a great, great score. Sneaky good games, everybody. Let's go, Let's games. go Brock. Right, can you uh, remove the music, Jay Felly? That was a very Del Tufo moment. Were you on your phone right there? I, Is that what you're doing? I was. That's a very <laughs> Del Tufo <laughs> moment. Let me, that was you're me. from the tree. You're from the that's tree. The, the right. Del Tufo tree. Right. <laughs> I was talking to Brian Kelly. Uh, and let me, so let, me, let me finish up this chesty week this way. I am not going to have any negative thoughts. I'm not. You shouldn't. Well, uh, I should because, again, um, <sighs> when I got to school, there was a four-letter word named long. Chuck Long. I learned about Iowa very, very early on when Hayden Fry was their coach and he wore those good humor white pants and he wore those sunglasses and it was Hayden Fry versus Bo Beckler. Iowa is a nasty bunch. Always is. Always I've been. Kirk Ferentz knows exactly what to do. The question is, is does Michigan have a turnoverless mistake-free game? They've had more of those than not this year. If they turn it over, it's going to be a longer night than anybody's thinking of. And I will not have any negative thoughts. This Michigan is our time. It is. If I've been writing checks, I'm going to write one more before I take this weekend to be all by myself on Saturday night. The kids want to join. Okay. Anybody else wants to come over? I'm, I'm, Turn it over a new leaf. Eisenpalooza. That's right. <laughs> Coach Harbaugh nailed it years ago. Eisenpalooza. That's what this week was and has been and hopefully goes all the way to next Monday. So it'll be a heck of a show on Monday. Can't wait to have you with us. Thanks for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show.